is a day that we have never seen before in American history. This is an ex-president of the United States indicted and arraigned for things he did in office. We could have lost our democracy, our rule of law, the way that we choose presidents. This is something that could have caused us to live in an autocracy and may yet again. Well, how about that? Could have caused us to live in an autocracy. Thank you, Michael Beschloss. Welcome to Friday on the Chris Plant Show. It's Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant. Once more, wrapping up a week of sitting in for my good friend, Chris Plant. Thank you for being here. Friday, Luya to ya. It's going to be epic. Seriously, it's going to be epic. We're going to have uh, some fun covering yesterday's arraignment of Mr. Trump. We're going to have fun at the expense of the whacked out far left who uh, almost lost it yesterday. I think we we witnessed some uh, some moments of what do the children say? What do the kids, those uh, millennials say? They lost their ability to even, you know, when they watch something they don't like or don't understand. They said, I can't even. Oh, you can even. And you can odd at the same time. Well, it's a Friday, as I said, here on the Chris Plant Show. And uh, former President Barack Obama's birthday. I wonder what he's doing today. I wonder if if we're going to get um, another luncheon meeting at the White House today or, or at the beach. I wonder if Barack will be invited to the beach to sit with our current president, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Because I believe the conversation that we heard about yesterday, the luncheon in June, the private luncheon, that somehow was leaked because they needed to distract. Uh, I, I really do believe we're inching closer and closer to the reality of Joe Biden saying he's not going to run in 2024. I think so. And and maybe he's going to harken back to the early days of the Obama-Biden administration when Joe was asked if if he and Barack agree on everything. And uh, Joe said, yeah, mostly. But if I don't, this would happen. I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. Well, there you go. That might that might be the thing. That might be the thing that does it. He might he might come out and say after the luncheon with former President Obama that he's developed something and he has to resign. Maybe we shall see. In the meantime, there's a whole lot going on. I don't know if you watched yesterday. There was a lot of hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait yesterday afternoon as uh, Mr. Trump entered the courtroom in D.C. about 3.30, and the proceedings were scheduled to go on at 4 o'clock. They didn't really start on time. There was some discussion of that, too. Mr. Trump sitting 10 feet away from Jack Smith. I'm sorry, Rasputin. Rasputin Smith. Uh, or Jackula, as some people are really calling him now, because they <laughs> they say he's a bit of a vampire. But that's Nancy Pelosi's turf, isn't it? She's the vampiric one. Uh, but Mr. Trump went through the proceedings. He was uh, respectful. He told the judge he understood everything. He listened to all the counts and uh, then left. There was no mugshot. They don't do that in federal court if there is an indictment in Atlanta, which uh, I expect could even happen today. Although uh, the left side of the mainstream media isn't going to reporters outside of the Atlanta courtroom in Fulton County. 
because they haven't been tipped off to that. You see, that's how that works. But it could happen. And why could it happen? Because the transcript of Devin Archer's interview with the uh, Congressional Committee was sent out yesterday morning. It actually went out during the middle of the show yesterday. Didn't have time to read it. But uh, now that it's out, ooh, there was some interesting stuff in there that we have to address. And thank God that uh, Catherine Herridge is actually doing journalism over at CBS News. She went through it and pointed out something that the, the rest of the people in journalism uh, totally skipped. So we will uh, get into the Devin Archer story and what happened there. The ladies on The View are going to help us out today because they always like to make us laugh, mostly at them. Uh, They have some interesting statements from yesterday ahead of the arraignment, so we'll address that. Uh, CNN and Fox showed us who they were yesterday in terms of coverage of this event. And it it really is important that you, you watch these cable channels with a critical eye and understand what they are doing by how they cover something. For example, yesterday during the uh, program The Five on Fox, the arraignment had ended. They had uh, a brief discussion on what was going on, and Mr. Trump was heading to the airport to head back to uh, Bedminster, New Jersey, where he did something kind of amazing yesterday, and we'll talk about that as well. And while, um, while the speculation was going, is he going to go to another restaurant? Is he going to have a, a, a press event afterwards? Didn't have a press event, didn't go to a restaurant, went to the airport. And when he got to the airport, Mr. Trump got out of the car before he got on the plane. He was handed an umbrella because it was starting to drizzle. And he gave a brief statement. The five at Fox cut away from uh, what they were doing to Mr. Trump. They actually said, we're going to stop talking here. Let's listen to him. Well, thank you very much. This is a very sad day for America. And it was also very sad driving through Washington, D.C. and seeing the filth and the decay and all of the broken buildings and walls and the graffiti. This is not the place that I left. It's a very sad thing to see it. Uh, When you look at what's happening, this is a persecution of a political opponent. This was never supposed to happen in America. This is the persecution of the person that's leading by very, very substantial numbers in the Republican primary and leading Biden by a lot. So if you can't beat him, you persecute him or you prosecute him. We can't let this happen in America. Thank you very much. So a reporter tried to shout a question, and Mr. Trump said thank you, and he went on his way and climbed up the stairs to his plane and flew to Bedminster, New Jersey. Over at CNN, something different happened as that was going on. Something very different happened, and uh, I noticed it. I don't know if you did. You probably were watching Fox or Newsmax, but this is what went down at CNN. Thank you very much. This is a very sad day for... That's all I see. We just saw the former president actually being handed an umbrella by his co-conspirator, Walt Nauta. So as Donald Trump got ready to speak, and he was handed an umbrella 
by Walt Nada, the guy who's kind of with him, his body man. Uh, CNN wants you to know that he's a co-conspirator and handed an umbrella to Mr. Trump. And they had no intellectual journalistic curiosity. CNN had zero. That's what was on display there. Zero journalistic curiosity. And was not allowed to speak. Not allowed to speak at all. Not on CNN. They cut away. Because they have their own agenda. And it's not the truth because the truth has no agenda. It is just the truth. I was absolutely stunned by that. The, that shows you exactly the difference in how the mainstream media is covering this. And there's more about what happened over at MSNBC, and we will, we will get into that as well today. It's a very, very busy Friday here on the Chris Plant Show, and uh, I, I'm thrilled to be here. We should also talk about the question that um, is now being pushed by many on the left. And I have to tell you, I'm, I'm thinking through this one, too. A letter authored by Adam Schiff, a guy not known for his interest in the truth. Um, old Shifty has sent a letter signed by 30, I think it's 30, maybe a couple more members of, of the uh, Democratic caucus from the House that are uh, requesting and pretty much demanding the uh, Trump trials be televised. And CNN wants those cameras in the courtroom, too. CNN is, is saying, yeah, we want them, too. And I will tell you, be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Remember, remember in the uh, initial Trump run for the 2016 campaign? Remember how Morning Joe thought that it, the greatest thing in the world was do 20 and 30 and 40 minute phone calls with Donald Trump. They thought they were hurting him. They thought they were giving Hillary Clinton an advantage by giving Donald Trump this huge pile of what, what, the, uh, what the business calls earned media. You know, it's free, free television ads. And then Donald Trump ended up winning. And I, I believe a lot of it has to do with all the airtime he got on MSNBC because Mr. Trump was allowed to tell his story. He wasn't being demonized by these people. You heard that clip earlier from Michael Beschloss, the uh, historian who's a regular on MSNBC. I have more from him because he said even more incredibly ridiculous things. So when Donald Trump's allowed to have his story told without a filter, without the bias of journalism, it gets a lot of support. And that translates into votes. So I, I think the left should think twice about it. I would like to see it, frankly. I'd be very interested to see uh, any and all of these, uh, these indictments and tr subsequent trials on television. And now, if that happens, then the fight becomes, well, what's going to, who's going to be first? Because they're all wrangling now. They all want the media attention. Alvin Bragg in New York campaigned on getting Trump. He actually had in campaign ads. We know Jack Smith is obsessed. Uh, Fanny, what's her name? Down Willis is if Fanny Willis is the um, is the DA in uh, in uh, Atlanta, and I don't know the Florida DA, but they all appear to be craving the spotlight.
because maybe this is a ticket to a higher position in politics. So they're going to fight because whoever is first is going to get the lion's share of the attention. So they absolutely want that. This will be a fun one to watch. A truly interesting bit of history is unfolding. And, and Donald Trump is truly a historic man. A historic presidency and maybe a second historic presidency. One of his old attorneys, Ty Cobb, predicted that Donald Trump will be convicted and then win re-election which is interesting as well. So we will get into that. If you have a thought on the TV cameras in the courtroom, I'd be interested to hear it, as well as other opinions. 888-630-9625 is the number. Uh, I do know that when the O.J. Simpson trial was televised, it really was a landmark decision to put that on. Uh, That killed soap operas in America. I can give you the facts on that. So OJ not only killed Ron Goldman and his ex-wife, in my opinion, he also killed soap operas. So what would this do to television? I I have a feeling it would be mind-numbing to people who actually want a full buffet of news and they'll see the ratings start off hot and then drop. But remember, the people who want this hearing televised, these trials televised, those are the same people who brought us the January 6th show trials that pretty much nobody watched. So we shall see on that. As I said, we have a a very, very full program today. We'll get to the update on the Tucker Carlson interview that never got aired with the Capitol Police Chief. Um, CNN? appears to be abandoning Joe Biden. Yep. The um, FDA and the DOJ are going after companies that promoted zinc and vitamin D during COVID. And I'm old enough to remember when Dr. Fauci promoted vitamin D too. Facebook's getting uh, caught suppressing conservatives in league with the Biden administration. Hmm. Sounds just like the Obama administration, doesn't it? And what they did using the IRS against conservatives. We talked about it briefly yesterday. And so many more, so many more of these crazy stories we have to share. Uh, Before we get to our first break, now I, I do have to take a break. So, Victor, hang on. I'll get to you right after the break. It's Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on a Friday on The Chris Plant Show. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. the Chris Plant Show. Micah Opelka sitting in one more day for my friend Chris Plant. Thanks for being here. Uh, we're going to get to as many of the topics as we can. There were new uh, new numbers came out this morning too about uh, unemployment. We'll talk about that and how it affects the economy. Uh, the uh, job numbers were actually fewer than anticipated the new hires. So that's fascinating. So we'll get into that. But I said... Uh, the phones were open, and they are, and Victor is holding graciously through that uh, break. Victor in Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome, sir. What's up? Um, the um, Trump's voice reminds me of two people, Martin Luther King and Nelson Mandela. Martin Luther King created the Civil Rights Movement. Donald Trump created the MAGA Movement. Nelson Mandela tried to change the direction of his country, South Africa, and was jailed for that. Now the Democrats and the left want to put Donald Trump in jail because he's trying to change the direction of the country. My second point is there is a clip out there. I heard it this morning on another talk show where Biden is bragging that he created the biggest voter fraud machine in the history of this country. That's out there, and I hope you can find it and play it. He said it 10 days before the 2020 election. Yes, he did. That's a, that's a, that is a, a clip that's several years old. I also have a—I'll see if I have it. I have another clip of Joe Biden, I believe it was from last summer, when— uh, when he was on the Jimmy Kimmel show and he joked about putting Donald Trump in jail, uh, actually joked to Jimmy Kimmel didn't bring it up. Uh, Biden brought it up a little stunning moment there. So I think I have that. And I will, I will grant you that Mr. Trump is someone who is uh, being tortured by his enemies who are currently in power. I don't know if I'd put him on the same scale. As Dr. King, I, I, you know, I grew up in the Dr. King era as, so did uh, I. as a young man. And uh, if you've read all of Dr. King's uh, writings and not just the dream speech and and read the letter from the Birmingham, J- Birmingham jail and saw what he endured both physically as he was fighting for civil rights and then ultimately assassinated. Um, I, I don't you're going to get a lot of pushback from people if you compare Mr. Trump to Dr. King. And I, it might even be a stretch on Mandela, too. He is being persecuted by his political enemies. But we'll see. We'll talk about it. But thank you, Victor. It's Michael Pelkin for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. This is The Chris Plant Show.
is the Chris Plant Show. Mike Opelka is my name. I've been here all week, and uh, I hope you have been here too. Chris returns, I believe, on Monday. And we've tried to cover everything. It's just that there is an avalanche of news here every single day. I know it's supposed to be that slow time. August is always supposed to be the slow time. But there you go. Indictment, arraignment, uh, job numbers, uh, new testimony coming out from uh, Devin Archer. We got the transcript yesterday. My goodness, where do we begin? Well, I mentioned this earlier that uh, we're talking about the efforts to take Donald Trump away from his ability to campaign. And in the Democrats' mind, they want him not to be able to win an election. Well, last summer, Joe Biden was making the rounds on the talk shows. He was out in California and uh, stopped by the Jimmy Kimmel show, which is also an arm of the Democrat Party because they're not fair at all. And they're leftists. And let's face it, it was California. And they were having a discussion uh, about putting Donald Trump in jail. Not kidding. I understand that argument, but also it's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who, you know, won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you got to send even... them to jail, uh, you know. See what they're doing? Yeah, they're trying to make a joke about it, but it's exactly what they're doing. You think Joe Biden came up with that? No. No, that was Kimmel's, Kimmel's people, Kimmel's writers, who are all now striking against the company. Uh, we do hear that the writer's strike and the actors who are walking the picket line with them, uh, that there's progress being made. And just in time for their, their basic summer off-season to come to an end. Isn't that convenient? Isn't that interesting how that works? <laughs> oh, they're so transparent, aren't they? They are truly cellophane. Uh, I mentioned the, um, the economy because the economy is kind of an important thing to you, to me, to everybody. And especially if you have to uh, fill up your gas tank a couple times a week. I don't know. For me, it's a couple times a week. For some people, it's once a week. For some, it's several times. Well, that number's been going up every single day for the last week, it seems. It's the highest it's been in months. And maybe a signal that Bidenomics ain't working. Uh, this morning they released the, uh, the jobs numbers came out this morning. And uh, the jobs numbers kind of important to figure out what the heck's going on. Um, over at CNBC, uh, Steve Leisman is one of the people. I, I will listen to him. He talks about the labor force participation rate in this country, which that's the number of people who are actually going to work. And he had a pretty interesting take on it. We cannot seem to get or budge off. We had a nice ride up on the participation rate, and now it's flatlined. We can't seem to get more people into the workforce. And then this will be a topic of debate. It may take a higher wage. It may be what the issue has been is older folks who have left the workforce and not come back. There's always this flow back from the uh, 55 or 65 and older crowd. They're not, they've not come back, and we don't know exactly why or what it would take to make that happen. 
We uh, cannot- I know what it would take. Uh, Donald Trump back in the White House. That's what it would take for me. I'd like to see Donald Trump back in the White House. And then I think you'll see more people getting back into work because work can be something that is profitable for them instead of losing money by going. There are people I know who say it costs them more now just to go to work to make sure they've got a full tank of gas. They have to wear a suit or work clothes instead of not. The quiet quitting people are still out there, too not working at work, and then the companies aren't profitable. Uh, Charles Payne over at Fox Business, who I think is a very smart and sober analyst when it comes to this, he was talking about the hours worked, which is kind of important because if you're gauging how much money people are making by how many hours they work, if they're not working as much, guess what? Uh, Hours worked um, abysmal, down dramatically. So... The work week was down, down month over month, year over year. So your weekly income, $1,157.28. That's up from $1,155.84. It's point zero zero one two four. That's the improvement, point zero zero one two four. Point zero zero one two four. Now, what does that mean? Well, the, the Biden administration will likely say, well, the wages are going up. Uh No, because inflation is still really bad because of your policies. Inflation still stinks. And we've got we've got data on that as well. The policies of this administration are not fixing the problems that were caused by all the spending. And let's get it right. Uh, The blame on the spending is on both sides of the aisle. But this administration has put its foot down and wants to keep spending. And that's not going to help. Kamala Harris was out and about. She was in Waukesha, Wisconsin, uh, yesterday selling Bidenomics, and she just wants you to know it's working. It's a term we're very proud of, I must tell you, because Bidenomics is working. It's working. Yeah, well, if if it's working, uh, Americans are paying $10,000 more for the same goods and services that they were paying before this guy was in office. Yeah. Prices are up 16.6%. Real wages are down 3%. It's not working, madam. It is not working at all. And I I think the voters are waking up to this, actually. I think voters are are truly awake because the stats uh, are showing that most Americans believe the economy's in bad shape, in poor condition, and uh, they don't trust this administration. They don't trust the guy at the top. Uh, over at CNN, they have a young guy named Harry Enten, who, if he doesn't start towing the party line here, he's going to get thrown out. He will lose his, his plum media gig. He's their senior data reporter over there at CNN. And uh, he was talking about Biden's approval rating which, you know, it's really tied to the economy, right? Here's what he said. The timing of the poll is important as well. This is pulled through the month of July. This is also as there's been a slew of good reports on the economy that's been coming in. That must be a real head scratcher for the Biden team. Yeah, I, I think it is a real head scratcher. And it's just something we've seen. Even as the economy's gotten better, Joe Biden's overall approval rating and his approval rating on the economy really hasn't gotten much better. But the thing I'll note, you know, inflation, yes, it's down compared to a year ago. But compared to two years ago, it's still way up. 
So I think people are taking the longer range view than just the shorter one over the last. Yeah, it's still way up. One month does not a trend make. This kid's telling the truth. It's still way up. Now, here's the thing that could be troubling going forward into 2024 for Biden and the Democrats. Who do you trust most, especially on the important issues of the day, the economy, the border, et cetera? Who do you, who do you trust most? In this poll, people are also asked who they trust more on the handling of major issues. This really sticks out. Yeah, it does. You know, they ask congressional Republicans or the president of the United States. And we know congressional approval rating tends to be very, very low. Yeah, like in the tank. I mean, like you can say it without even looking at the latest poll. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mass murderers sometimes have greater approval ratings than Congress. And But what we, we see here is that more people actually trust congressional Republicans than President Biden on the most important issues of the day. And this, to me, is a very worrying sign for the president going into the presidential election year, because the fact is, if he's doing this poorly against congressional Republicans, imagine how he might do against a presidential candidate from the Republican side. That's- Gee, that would be terrible. Not really. But that is the reality that people are looking at this guy and saying, no, he's not handling anything right. And and again, the same young guy, this is CNN putting a young reporter on air And he's actually looking at the latest polling data they have on Joe Biden's handling of the economy. And it ain't good. And I'll note the reason why that his approval rating is so low at this point is because it comes down to the economy. If you look at Joe Biden's approval on the economy right now, it stinks. It is well below 40 percent. You see it there. Thirty seven percent approval on the economy. And that's the top issue in our poll. So I don't think it's much of a surprise If you are stinking on the issue that's most important to the American public, that your approval rating also stinks. Now, I could listen to that clip all day to hear a reporter on CNN saying that Joe Biden stinks. It's just so good. So very good to hear. (laughs) Oh, it's wonderful. Yes, it's uh, my moment of schadenfreude. So, uh. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Now, the economy is important. And, and um, one of the things that Joe Biden has often said, even though it's, it's wrong, it's foolish, it's silly for him to say it whenever he's in front of people talking business and he talks about you know, how we got things moving again and how he fixed the supply chain and that nobody even knew what the supply chain was. Yes, we did. Maybe you didn't. But don't lump us in your pile of ignorance, sir. Just saying. But uh, the supply chain is critical. And now we're coming into the, the fall season, which, you know, that relates to the holidays and getting things shipped and distributed around the country for holiday shopping, back to school shopping, which is already underway, and holiday shopping. And the bankruptcy of the Yellow Truck Corporation that is going to put extreme stress on shipping and the cost of shipping is just massive. I think it's 30,000 jobs that are going to just vaporize, disappear. I'm not the only one checking this out. I'm not the only one paying attention on this. Uh, Matt in Charleston, South Carolina, is also there. Matt, you're you're paying attention to this story. You're kind of concerned about the loss of 30,000 jobs and all these truckers. Uh, not only that, but uh, yes, I am. Uh, 
But not only that, but there's 22, almost 23,000 tractor trailers taken off the road. And this was all a union deal. And I haven't seen it anywhere. I, I, I look at both conservative and liberal uh, news sites, read my local newspaper here, the Charleston Post and Courier. This is going to be a big deal because most people don't realize that all the winter clothes are being shipped now and all the tchotchke, I guess what you call it. Yeah, the toys, et cetera. Scarves, yeah. It's gone. And where is Pete Buttigieg? Where is, how come Biden always talks about good union jobs? These are 30,000 workers that are, are gone. Yeah, it is, it's concerning. And there are two members of the cabinet who should have been involved on this. You should have had uh, Marty Walsh, the labor secretary, involved on this. And you should have had Mayor Pete involved on this. And, you know, right. we're giving, we just gave a, I think it was a $9.4 billion loan to Ford in order to pump up their electric vehicle division. We, we now are on the hook. You and me as taxpayers are on the hook for another $9.4 billion to Ford so they can build electric vehicles that don't fix what they say is a climate problem, that actually create more pollution when it comes to the batteries and what it takes to make those batteries. Nobody wants to buy them, and it's causing trouble because people have what's known as range anxiety because they can't go where they need to go due to the problems inherent with the current technology of battery-operated cars. So we have, we have a government that's putting our tax dollars in the wrong places because they think they have a climate agenda. It's, it's insane to me. That's kind of like drug dealers or uh, drug addicts and uh, people that gamble. But I, I will tell you, <laughs> the transition to this a little bit, I talked to uh, Nancy Mace. Okay. Here in Charleston. Talked to one of her little, I think he was really, uh, uh, I don't think he really worked there. I think he was just an intern. But all I wanted Nancy Mace to do, because she's part of this new Green Deal for uh, Republicans, and I said, what are we going to do with all these uh, solar panels? What are we going to do with all these 360-foot wind turbine blades? And this little dweeb, and I will call him a dweeb, he wanted to sit and actually tell me that I was wrong. And I'm going, no, we've got a big problem. And he's yeah, a you're college not, you, kid. You're not wrong, Matt, uh, but we're up against the clock here. You're not wrong. And, and the problem these people don't understand that you just nailed it. Uh, the solar panels create pollution, and they are, um, they're weathering and falling apart, and there are now solar panel graveyards in California. There are uh, wind turbine blade graveyards in Iowa, and we still don't have complete recognition 
on the the construction of these wind turbines turbines offshore and what they're doing to the whale population and the dolphin population and driving them crazy and making them deaf with the vibrations under sea. So uh, there's a whole lot of truth not being told in the uh, in the interest of pursuing their agenda. And I'm all for pushing the truth out there. But if anybody wants to do the research for yourself, look up solar panel graveyard, look up wind turbine graveyard. You will be surprised at, at what's not being covered because it doesn't meet the left's agenda. I have to take a break. It's Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. There's only one Chris Plant, The Chris Plant Show. It's the Chris Plant Show, and I have uh, pretty much talked myself into the uh, end of this hour, put us in a corner, but there are a couple of calls here that we need to get to. We will get back to yesterday's arraignment and what happened and a couple other crazy stories, but Marco has been patiently waiting in Springfield, Virginia. Hello, Marco. Good morning, Michael. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I wanted to say that the only thing Trump is guilty of is defeating Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election. And that's his only crime as far as these Looney Tunes are concerned. But they're going after him for everything else. Um, yeah, if they, they, now, it, but, and, they you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Be investigated. If mm-hmm. they could charge him with not letting Hillary be president, they would. But currently, exactly. that's not against the law. And as a matter of fact, I think he should yeah. be given a bonus for not letting exactly. Hillary be president. But that's just me. I'm just a normal thinking person like you. Thank I you very much. Every day for running against her. Yeah. Pre- but you know what? I think that uh, if she runs again, she should use this theme song. Remember the song, It's My Party and I'll Cry If I Want To? Uh, <laughs> that's what she, should use. she should use that from now on because that's exactly what she is. That's a whiner. Uh, and, I, you know, I, think, I, think I think she believes she has a shot when they tell Joe he's got to step aside, which I do believe is coming very soon. But the rest of the party... I believe has already sailed past the Clintons a long, long time ago. (laughs) And so I I don't think so. Obama's still in charge. There's no doubt. He is still the titular head of the Democrat party. So while Hillary might think she's in charge, you know, every family has that one sibling who thinks they're the oldest child, but they're not. Not saying that was my family or me. We'll get into more of this just around the corner. Mike Opelka in for Chris Plant on The Chris Plant Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.